Welcome to Elixir Outlaws, the hallway track of the Elixir community. All right, the important part's out of the way. We're all synced up and ready to go. <laughs> uh, we have a, a short time today. We all have meetings, uh, but we're going to, we had on the schedule a special guest. Um, Sean, how's it going this morning? <laughs> It's good, Amos. I'm not the special guest. What are you oh. talking about? Well, you're, you're always <laughs> a special guest, Sean. Uh-huh. So, so who do we have today? Uh, we have Eric. You want to introduce yourself, Eric? Hello. Uh, yeah, so you might have heard me on the Elixir Wizards a while ago. But yeah, now I'm, now I'm here. <laughs> well, welcome to the Outlaws. Um, yeah. Friend of the show, finally on the show. This is your second time on the show, right? Yeah, we did a takeover oh, yeah. episode, I think. I don't know if I've been on otherwise, but nope. yeah. And we were supposed to have a live episode, but you went off and had a baby instead. <laughs> yep. Yep. So what are you up to these days? I hear that you've uh, switched some jobs yep. and uh, recently, like very recently, started a new one. Where, where are you at now? What are you doing? Yeah, so Monday I started at Smart Rent with uh, Frank Hunleth and Digit. Uh, I believe also friends of the show. <laughs> yeah, very much. John Carson's is there too. Yep, yep, yeah. That's a very cool group. What do you what do you have going on there? Like, what do you what is your job there? Are you working because I know that they have web and they have embedded, and it's all yeah. Elixir. So I'm on the firmware team, specifically the IoT side. So like the like in the apartment iot stuff due to some computer shenanigans i've been working on nerves hub a bit <laughs> oh yeah um since that's open source so yeah we got big plans for that we'll see if how far it can go but yeah does this computer shenanigans have to do with shipping a computer to you it does <laughs> yep yep Lab. yeah so i started the new job and there was no shipping notice in sight. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, you know, it's been a while, but like January, I bought laptops for people and the laptops didn't come till the end of March. Wow. So you might be open sourcing it for a while. <laughs> well, it's, it should be sometime this morning per UPS. So, <laughs> oh, okay. So that's not too bad. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm used to that, you know, being able to order a computer and have it in a couple of days from Apple, and it just wasn't happening this year. Yeah. So, so you, you're going to work on the embedded team. So, welcome yep. to you are now an embedded software developer. I, I I am not professionally yet because I've only done web stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> well, here's here's the dark secret. Whenever you're using nerves, it's the same. Shh. <laughs> Mostly. It's mostly. just Elixir. It's just yeah. Elixir. And Linux, if you know Linux. And you use a Linux laptop, right? Yeah. Well, not laptop. I did at one point use a Linux laptop for a year and change. But um, yeah, the I, I specifically asked for a Linux desktop because uh, that's what I'd use for I don't know, a decade or so. Mm-hmm. And that's that's part of why it was slow. There was no just like stock of MacBooks to... <laughs> That's smart written already had to ship out. So yeah, I will be back on Linux after a brief foray into I actually did Windows for a little bit. Uh Whoa. WSL. So Whoa. with Elixir? Yeah. Uh yeah. How long yep. did it take you to install that? 
Um, I, less than a day. Oh, like the, yeah, it was the WSL. WSL. Okay. Yeah, uh, Ubuntu image, and then it. Oh, okay. More or less worked. So it's not bad. I I had a foray with a, a non-pro version of Windows and trying to get <clears throat> Elixir installed on it. I don't know. It's been like four years, and it was a very painful experience just trying to find how to get it working, especially like I haven't used windows in, I think 2005 was the last time I had anything. Well, and it was, no, I didn't even have windows. Then I had Linux on the laptop. Like I bought a laptop and then immediately put Linux on it. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a nightmare. I had an intern who was like, I want to use my windows laptop. (laughs) Okay. After a week, we said, I guess you're not using that. (laughs) Yeah. SmartLogic did a high school uh, internship thing or whatever it was called. And uh, at least one person used their, like, there's just no choice of whatever they bring is what they bring. So I think it was like a month or two process. And like most of that was just installing stuff. Yeah. Because it, like, they have like, two hours a day or something during the summer. So, yeah. But I for X-Venture or Grapevine, I did... I, like, rebooted into my, like, Windows game install at the time and, like, installed Erlang and Elixir from, like, window <laughs> Windows installers. And the hardest part was actually Node. So... <laughs> everything else just worked. Oh, that's sweet. That's good. So... Xfinture, Grapevine, you've been working on any, anything. Call, call it, I never can pronounce this right. I'll just let you do it. Kalevala. There you go, Kalevala. <laughs> oh, oh, like the, the Finnish epic poem? Yep, yep. Okay. So what, what does Kalevala do? <laughs> so that's like the third iteration of Xfinture. There was a, the first version, I did a bunch, uh, and that was like my uh, Learn Elixir app. and. As you might expect, uh, not great <laughs> once you've learned a lot. And then I had a brief, like, small app to to do some testing and, like, kind of played around with ideas there. So I was like V2. That was very brief. And then Kalevala is the, like, okay, I've learned a lot in Elixir. Now let's do it right. <laughs> um, so that's a, uh, calling it a text text world building toolkit. So, so going beyond just a mud. Yeah, I mean it's still a mud, but okay. <laughs> uh, it it ships with a lot less. I guess is kind of the the main point, and you can piece it together however you want. So that's kind of the the big difference. Um, and X Venture, like rewriting it with Kalevala, is is kind of the end goal. But that's a, it's a very far out end goal. <laughs> so, I I had the pleasure of pairing with Eric on, on some of that. It was a lot of fun. I think we should do it again. Uh, yeah. You know, sometime when I have free time, I have less kids at home. My daughter got married. So like I might actually have some free time one day. I'm not sure when, but we'll work on that. We should get coffee that day too, Amos. Yeah. Yeah. We keep talking about getting coffee. So Sean is like probably a mile and a half from me at this moment. <laughs> and, and I don't yeah, know. Maybe a little bit more than that, we, but it's pretty close. We see each other like <laughs> once a month. <laughs> Usually at the Elixir meetup. So Eric, you, you, you've also got this HTTP framework. 
Yeah. Um, kind of uh, bucking the trend of, yep. of Phoenix here. Tell us about I know. Yeah, so I know is a, uh, I don't know, a different take on kind of HTTP stuff in Elixir. So it's built on top of Ellie, which I, I hope I say that right. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's built on Ellie, and that kind of helped influence kind of just the words that they used. And at the time, I was talking with Chris Keithley, and he pointed me at, oh, shoot. Uh, some closure framework that is just, it starts with an R and it's just totally, yeah, yeah. So I read kind of the first like 10 pages of documentation for that and that kind of helped. They have like, I don't know if they call it handlers as well, but it's just kind of like middle, a bunch of middleware that just kind of slowly modifies the request is kind of the, the what at least what I took out of it. So that's how uh, I know is built. It's just a you have a handler that takes a like incoming request and you just reduce over it. <laughs> it's kind of the, the very bare bones of what I know does. So there's, you still have routes, you still have views, templates, all that fun stuff, but it's significantly more like you do it. So, and also there's a lot of, it's like fast enough where I haven't had to care about like performance stuff. Also, it's not used in production anywhere. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it's not. but like, there's definitely uh, optimizations. Like, every request, it's going to like rebuild a bunch of like route structs and kind of all that stuff. So, it's, it's like ready for optimizations whenever it needs to happen. But it's at that stage where it's like 27,000 requests a second. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's time for us to, to put something on front of it. Maybe, maybe Kalevala needs a, interactive site yeah the i've thought about updating the example app for Kalevala. so Kalevala does ship with web sockets which uses i think i did ranch directly mm. and i know had web sockets briefly but then i got rid of it for just like a server side events because that was kind of how that was more how i ended up doing that like most of what I did have done with like WebSockets is mostly just like a long lived connection, and I, it's either like send like a command and that's about it, and then like get a bunch of stuff back, or do API requests and like your session keeps updated type of thing. So yeah, so I know has <clears throat> dumped WebSockets because Ellie's WebSockets they work, but it was kind of it's like a separate library um, instead of built in. So it's not to say it's bad or anything. It was just like, oh, I can just do it without anything else and just stick with Ellie. So like at least service and events gets what I want. Um, and in case anyone doesn't know, that's a, uh, it's just a long live connection. And there's a, it's like a special format. It says like, I think topic or event and then a data key. And then like a few new lines to show that there's a new one coming and it just kind of hangs out. So like you just echo stuff to your, the long live request as this stuff happens and your front end gets it. JavaScript was like a going from a web socket to an event source is what they call it was like 10 lines of change, at least for how the like Twitter clone I had. So it's, it's effectively the same thing for what I want, um, but a little more simple. So that's what I went with. 
That's good. We years ago, uh, Chris Micklejohn and I did a tutorial for Web Machine, and we did something similar. It was a Twitter clone, and we used server side events for the <laughs> the live updates because uh, it was it was easy. You know, yeah. you just you have an open connection, and you just start streaming stuff into it. Yeah, I tried really hard, probably around that time when I learned about Web Machine. I think the first time I met you at, at Restfest. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, to make it work in Ruby, and it. Ruby does not want to do service sentiments. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't like to do anything that's kind of uh, continuous. Just yeah. do, you know, like, I tried a lot. What, it, <laughs> what, is, it work. what is their thing that's trying to mimic live life wire? Live wire. Yeah. yeah and I'm or, or, is it, or is that the, the Laravel thing? I, I hot wire? Hot wire. I don't know. Hot wire. They all have some similar name. <laughs> I don't know. But I've been like like Ruby doing those remote things, I've been wanting to go back and like just look and see how they implemented that because I know that I use like web machine and the WebSocket stuff and ended up having to spin up a whole bunch of like full stack. Like I just watched my memory go as those WebSocket connections went off and I'm like, nah, I don't know that I want that. <laughs> so I'm well, just curious how they implemented it. Yeah, that would be interesting to know because my personal experience doing Ruby back then was that like, if you wanted something like that, you had to make like deep infrastructural choices about the architecture of your applications so that you wouldn't be stuck with the single threaded one request at a time model. And like the big example was, uh, what was it? A event machine. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, which was basically, Oh, of course, we we know the the author of that went on to write Node.js. So the same same pattern, just like Reactor, and uh, you know, it's still single threaded, but you could switch between contexts um, based on I/O. Um, but you had to like at least at that time. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's better now, um, but you had to make a lot of compromises about how you wrote your app in Ruby in order to take advantage of that. Otherwise, you were like, okay, well, we're just you know moving forward but but erlang elixir you don't like because <laughs> it's handled for you <laughs> you don't have to think about it yeah yeah i remember doing a foray into event machine when i don't remember if it was trying to do websocket type stuff or service mm-hmm. and events or if that was my first go at a a mud um but yeah you tried I to do remember ruby yeah Oh, <laughs> they exist. Uh, there's a pretty big framework called Ares, but yeah, it was a, the I remember one one like this was the first time I looked at WebSockets. I want to say was for a client, and they used Juggernaut as the like. So Juggernaut is a Node.js was I hope was a <laughs> uh, little server thing that stood up next to your app that. Like Ruby would just do like a uh, HTTP request to it to like do WebSockets. So like the WebSockets was outside your app, and your Ruby app didn't care. So that was a definitely an, an interesting <laughs> take, I guess. It worked, so can't complain too much. That feels like you you if you're basically proxying WebSockets, that feels like you've kind of lost the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're, in the- I mean, if if it's translating to to HTTP requests, yeah, yeah, I I don't th- I don't think it was the other way. 
was is the thing. I, I at least way. at least for what I remember this app doing, it was just like keeping it was like a whatever this page in this app was like a Pinterest clone type thing. And like it was just to, to like put a new one on the page or whatever. Mm. Or like update likes or that kind of stuff. So yeah, it uh I don't think there was reverse like the browser to Juggernaut then to Ruby. It was just the the other way, I want to say. So this is like a push notification gateway. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> cheap cheap push notification. <laughs> I tried to build a chat client one time with a Rails app like that pops up in the bottom of your, you know, like the website pop-up ones they're like, "Hey, can I help mm-hmm. you?" Um, but they wanted to be able to have a little more than that. It was more like IM for everybody in the company that was logged in because it was an application that they used to run an entire company. And uh, had the sales guy come in and be like, I, I already told him we have it. So we need to demo it on Thursday. It's <laughs> 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 like mon- Monday afternoon. <laughs> uh, and we were able so to fake, spun up. fake it with some Ruby. Uh, and I think I think it was a event machine that we used. Um, it, but man, it was it was horrible. It was horrible. You could get like three people talking on there, and you were okay. If you started to get more than that, it would fall apart real fast. Made the sale, and they never even used the chat. So <laughs> we're like, we're gonna have to write this for real. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty scary. Uh, but that, like, I don't know, doing stuff like that is kind of what, well, that and concurrency in Java both is what led me to get to Erlang and Elixir. But what what got you to come over here to the dark side or the light <laughs> side? It feels really light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, uh, I don't know, 2014 or 15, I think. We were happy in Rails at Smart Logic. And I mean, I was too. And it was just kind of like uh, we had I had played around with Go and just different kind of things. It was like. Uh, just want to like keep an eye out for future things that we could switch to or whatever. And uh, at the time, a coworker was learning Elixir on the side and then did a test app. And that went well. And it was like a two week project where if it had to be thrown away and redone in rails, it was like would suck, but it would be fine. Uh, And then we did our next big app after that in Elixir. And I think we that was the first time we did or I did a chat (laughs) because it was like a sports pickup league thing. And they wanted to be able to like DM between captains and that kind of stuff. And that was before I learned that Heroku had a like 50 web socket limit or something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did they even, did they have a slider? You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember if it's, if it's still a case or not, but I just remember like we built the thing and then like learned because it was on Heroku and like like, learned (laughs) that that was the thing. It's like, ooh, good thing this, uh, Ended up not launching, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I guess it's a lot better than you getting a phone call at like midnight of, hey, we're trying to talk and everything just won't work. Yeah, but 
it was still cool to like do, I guess. And then you had your like two tabs open <laughs> and we would like watch go back and forth and all that fun stuff. So yeah, that was our first big one and then just kind of kept going. And I think the summer after that is when I started X Venture and like finally learned how to do a TCP connection, <laughs> just like plain telnet thing. Uh, I got a little echo server and then slowly it built into a uh, mud framework thing and the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> so doing TCP, have you seen proto hackers? I think I saw it on your laptop at strange loop, but <laughs> it's pretty, and, I, I just thought that was pretty neat that like advent of code, but everything is a TCP connection. So you build a mm-hmm. TCP protocol. Yeah. Uh, thought it was pretty awesome. Holy cool. cow. I just saw what time it is. Yeah. Unfortunately, Sean and I have <laughs> hard stops today. We, you should come back on though. Yeah. And we'll do a longer one. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice catching up with you. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Good to see Eric. I guess we'll catch you later. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.